0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Prospector Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Scocciotti, joined with Nolan and Jacob. Jacob, Nolan, how are you guys today?
1: Doing pretty good. You know, Chicago weather, snowing outside, so coming off a hard Bears loss. But you know what? Other than that, we're looking to the bright side.
0: <laughs> Nolan, how about you?
2: I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm happy to you know, be on the podcast. and first time I've been on this podcast, I've been... Want to do it for a while, so I'm happy to be here, and yeah, I can't wait to talk some fancy.
0: All right, so today we're doing a uh, as the fantasy football season was wrapped up a couple like a couple weeks ago, and we're gonna look look forward to the next year season, and we're gonna do a little kind of mock draft, but like what we think or what I think the average ADP will be for the top forty players. I'm gonna give my list. Uh, Jacob and Nolan, they don't have their own list; they're just gonna argue or agree with my rankings. So I'll get started. I'm gonna go in increments of five. So I'll go one through five, and six through ten, and then you got you both will just give your opinion on what you think. So for my top top five, I went number one, CMC. Obviously, you know he has hurt this year, but I think he'll come back strong. And even when he even when he came back for that one game, he dropped like thirty some fantasy points. So he's still a beast. Can't sleep on him. Two, I have Kamara. Three, Dalton Cook. Four, Derrick Henry, and five, I have Saquon
1: Barkley. Okay. okay. So, obviously, I think you're 100% correct with number one CMC. If you want to argue that, I'm going to take it personally. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, CMC is a talent. When he's healthy, he's worth it. And he, when he's injured, he's still worth it because he he has so much freaking ups that it's ridiculous. Uh, two, Kamara, that depends on Brees. Yeah. Breeze is still the quarterback. 100% agree. Number two guy for sure. If Breeze is not the quarterback, and Taysom Hill is the intermediate quarterback, or they bring in some other guy, or they draft a guy, or Deshaun Watson, or who knows, thousand things can happen. We have a long way to go from here to now, but I, I would be a little more iffy on that. For me the difference between Dalvin cook and Derrick Henry is going to come down to strength of schedule, right? I know that's fairly hard to predict. Like you couldn't predict the Colts from this year, but you knew that the Steelers were going to have a tough run defense. You knew that the Ravens were going to have a tough run defense, right? So with, with Derek Henry and Dalvin cook, both of those guys I could easily see, I probably personally would have Henry a little bit overcooked just because of how much they give the ball to him. But Cook has a good schedule, 100% he's a guy that you're going to want on your team.
2: Um. Yeah, I I agree with you, Jacob. I don't think Kamara should be number two, just with the uncertainty in the same situation, especially because if you look at their options, it, what I'm hearing right now is I'm going to assume Drew Brees is retired. I'm going to assume that. I've heard a lot of things that this is his last year. And if that's true, I think Kamara, his His carries will go down if if Taysom's quarterback. I would be fearful of drafting him because if you saw what happened, if Kamara owners, his stuff went so downhill when Taysom was in. And when Breeze came back in, he shot right back up on like on Christmas Day. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I'd probably have Cook as my number two personally. And then I'd have Henry, then Kamara. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, if Breeze
1: wasn't QB. I I probably would drop Kamara below Saquon, too. You
0: you both agree with Saquon at five, though? For now,
1: yeah. Yeah. I just don't see that offense. Like, obviously, Saquon's going to be a a guy that they're going to give the ball to quite a bit, and he's a playmaker, but they they just can't figure out how to move the football.
0: I mean, this year they kind of figured it out towards the end of the season with Wynn Goleman, but – you know, as a Giants fan, I'm always looking for a positive. So mm-hmm. that's why, that's why I think I, and Saquon's a, he's a talent. So I think.
1: it could be a steal though. I will say that. Saquon yeah. Barkley could be sneaky. Now the thing was, I've never been a really big Saquon Barkley guy. Personally. Mm-hmm. I, I just really, I'm, I'm not a guy that likes to take players on bad teams per se. Okay. David Montgomery, but, <laughs> um, but with. With Saquon, he has real upside. I mean, if they can figure out how to move the ball and they have an easy schedule, Saquon Barkley easily, I would not be surprised if he finishes as a number two guy. I don't think if you have CMC for 16 games, I don't think anyone's touching him at all. Anywhere. All
0: right, 6-10 uh, at 6-5 Aaron Jones, 7 Nick Chubb, 8. Uh, Devontae Adams, 9, Tyreek Hill, and at 10, Ezekiel Elliott. So Ooh. one
1: point here is Aaron Jones may not be a Packer next year.
2: He probably won't be. That, you, they like
1: depending on the landing spot, would, would mean huge things. I, I can't think of a great landing spot that really needs a running back up, yeah. off the top of my head. But let's say he lands in a place – no, not the Jets. That O-line is terrible. Who needs a running back, Nolan?
2: Um, who needs a running back right now? Um who... mm, Baltimore Baltimore? But yeah. no, that's yeah. JK oh, No, JK. Sorry, JK Downs. Whatever.
1: Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta. The that's Atlanta with Atlanta, right? Which is actually a spot that I've heard of before as a possibility for him. You know how good he could be there, right? And yeah. He's a sensational talent and if he's the guy that's going to kind of get like that james robinson workload where he's just gonna be handed the ball over and over and over you're not going to take the ball out of rogers hands too much and that makes sense because he's aaron Rodgers, right so you could have a huge role and depending on that whole quarterback situation he might actually move up he's in that camara range for me i think he's great placed at number six because depending on that spot if you were to land a place behind with a running back by committee then I think he falls back. But if he lands in a place, it, like I said, it's really early on in the season it's hard to predict, but it could really, 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 really help him out or it could kind of hurt him. We'll see. He's a very touchdown-dependent type of player. Who else was on that list, Matt?
2: Yeah, repeat that.
1: Uh,
0: seven, I went Nick Chubb. Eight, Devonta Adams. Nine, Tyreek Hill. And ten, Ezekiel Elliott.
2: Um, I like – I like those placement. There's I really disagree with C.K. Elliott though. I think if you're going to put anyone there, I think Jonathan Taylor deserves to go in that spot. I think Jonathan Taylor. He's been he's been pretty like he had started the season really rough. I had him on my team. I you know I'm a Jonathan Taylor believer. And they did running back to, by committee. But when the Colts started using him week sixteen, seventeen, and then week one of the playoffs, and then week one of the playoffs, they really looked better under with running just him. And I don't think the Colts are going to do running back by committee next year. I think if, John, if they, if Frank Reich decides not to do running back by committee, committee, I think Jonathan Taylor's value shoots them out.
1: If this is a, like a personal rankings episode, I would totally agree with you. I would have Jonathan Taylor sky high, but this is where I think he's going to end up. I feel like there's a lot of disgruntled Jonathan Taylor owners out there. There's a lot of guys who, yeah, had him for that nice playoff run and he was great, but there were some weeks where it was, do I yeah. drop Jonathan Taylor? Like, do I seriously keep this guy on my team? And I think those are the weeks that kind of won't keep him. I think he'll be a, I think he's going to end up right around that Kenyan Drake territory from last year, borderline, first round, top of the line, second round pick. That's where I think personally, he's going to end up. I, I could honestly see pushing Devonte Adams higher. Zeke Elliott is an interesting name for me. He's, yeah. a, he's very, I don't know if he's wearing down or if that whole team was just deflated because of the Dak injury, I don't know what's going on with him, but I don't know if I want to draft him. And that's so hard to say because Mm -hmm. he's a guy that year in and year out has been one of the most consistent running backs in the entire football league. Right. So he's one of the riskier picks in my opinion, because There's a chance Dak comes back and he's the guy that you knew he was going to be. And maybe he gets even more of a workload because they don't want to have Dak rushing around after gruesome injury to his his ankle, right? So maybe he gets more of a workload. Maybe he's the shell of the running back. Tony Pollard looked fantastic in for Ezekiel Elliott. And normally when you say, oh, yeah, yeah, backup running back looks great. That's pretty common because they're fresh or whatnot. No, he played the entire game and he looked fantastic. So, I don't know. I I really don't know about him. I think 10 is a good spot for him because originally when I heard that I'm like, what Zeke at 10? I'm like, I can't get behind that. No way, I can't do that to Zeke. But now that I'm really like thinking this through, there's a lot of risk with Ezekiel Elliott and he could possibly be a big first round bust. And the first round is when you're looking for safety and security. But I feel like ten is a fair spot just because he offers we all know how much upside he offers.
0: Yeah, you also have to
1: think about um you know, you're also drafting the name
0: Ezekiel Elliott, so there's a fa- there's a little bit of a factor there, but moving on, uh, eleven I've Travis Kelsey, twelve DeAndre Hopkins, thirteen I have Jonathan Taylor, fourteen Calvin Ridley, and fifteen Patrick Mahomes. So um, Ridley
2: did- in the last the last 10, did you or the last one? Have you said Austin Eckler yet? I have
0: not. Ooh.
2: I yeah, yeah. I disagree. I think Austin Eckler should be should be high as well. I I, I know I'm not going to the top the top five yet, but Austin Eckler, he is phenomenal in the past game. He's phenomenal in the run game. I think he will get better because he's been he was hurt a lot this year. I think if you pair him with Justin Herbert and Herbert has another good year, and the Chargers get a better line, and their coaching's better, I really think he could go to the moon. I re- like I said that already with Taylor, but Eckler, as much as I don't like the Chargers, the Chargers worry me at times, I really do like Austin Eckler.
1: Anthony Lynn is going to as well, and, Maybe that changes the scheme. Maybe it doesn't. But that's a guy that Herbert's going to rely on. He likes to push the ball, but he also checks it down quite a bit too because he's one of the more – like we said earlier when we were recording our rivals, he's one of those more pocket passer guys who's going to read and then check down possibly. Yeah, I like him. I like him at 15. I I don't feel – like like I said, if this is a personal rankings podcast, then 100%, yeah, he'd be in my top 15. I don't know if Mm -hmm. people are going to be drafting him there, though. That's the same thing. People have – that image of that with injured players, typically you can get them at a pretty cheap cost. Like OBJ this year, you're going to get, probably going can get him where he was last year around that third round, maybe the fourth round, maybe even later. So typically they tend to slack off because people don't know how they're going to respond to that injury or whatnot. Eckler though is, is a great sneaky play that I feel like could fit top 15 for the season, maybe top 10 for running backs. overall Calvin Ridley, I, I feel a little too high there, Matt. I, I want to see what happens. I really do. Because if Matt Ryan stays in Atlanta, then I, I, can, I can see it, right? But you also have to factor in how much of Julio Jones was out this season. When they were on the field, Calvin Ridley was, was good, but he wasn't top five wide receiver like you have him ranked right now. He wasn't a top five guy. If he's there alone, if there's no Julio Jones, yeah, 100%. Him and Matt Ryan have a connection. He's one of the best route runners in the game. But I really can't see him finishing in that spot that high. I can't see people taking him that high if Julio Jones is there, period. And most of the time, he's going to be fairly healthy. And if Matt Ryan's gone, that opens up the gates of, Who's going to be the quarterback A rookie quarterback? Are they going to like Ridley? You just don't know. There's too much risk for me there. I, I feel like people are going to kind of weigh off a little bit and he'll probably go a bit later. I, I could definitely see people taking a Michael Thomas over him. Yeah. I can see well, again, Thomas. That's, not can quarterback. S- that depends on the quarterback in New Orleans, but you get what I'm saying. If
2: we're talking safe here, I think one of the safest receivers you can pick besides um, Devontae Adams is Stefan Diggs. I think Stefan Diggs could probably go with, I would probably pick Diggs, and I think his ADP would probably be above, um, I'm blanking on his name now. Ridley, yeah. I think it, but really, because, you know, he Josh Allen's going to be there, and Josh Allen's going to get the ball Diggs. We saw it this year, and he read the league in reception, and, he, and he, he looks really good. So I put Diggs above him, but so, sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs>
1: I don't disagree with you there, right, at all. I was wrong on Stephon Diggs coming into the year. I, I personally didn't think just that Josh Allen was going to take that next step. He took that step and a half, right? He's been – in. personally, I believe he really deserves that MVP trophy, but it's probably going to go to Rodgers. He deserves it too. But Josh Allen really took that step this year. I didn't think it was going to happen. They did an air raid offense. Stephon Diggs, one of the better receivers in the game, paired up great, and the fantasy production was explosive. I agree with you 100% there on that pick.
0: You know, I was correct with Josh Allen. Just just want to say that. Not gloating or anything, but I was the one who said, pick Josh
1: Allen. But that's Yeah, just like you were right on Daniels Jones too, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, 16 through 20. At 16, I got DK Metcalf, 17, Josh Jacobs, 18, Michael Thomas, 19, Stefan Diggs, and 20, Austin Eckler.
1: See, I just don't see how – I don't understand why you think people would take Calvin Ridley before DK Metcalf, right? DK Metcalf was a beast because the thing with DK Metcalf is he could go with two receptions the entire game, but one of those receptions would be a 56 yard touchdown, right? He is such a beast. He's only going to get better. I don't see DK Metcalf getting any worse. Russell Wilson is going to continue to air out the football. They like to run in Seattle, but there's no way that DK Metcalf isn't going to get fed the football. Yeah, he makes some plays. He's dropped some passes. But when you get that ball to that guy in space, he's fantastic. Uh, and, uh, no one to answer your question, I'm going to ask you a question. Who would you rather have, Stephon
2: Diggs or DK Metcalf? It's difficult. I, I mean, it's really who do you trust throwing the ball to more, Russ Wilson or – or who do you trust? Who do you trust more in this situation? And to be honest with you, the way things are looking right now, in my mind, I think I would trust Stefan Diggs more because DK Metcalf, because DK Metcalf can have those nuts games. I, I had him on my team as well. He he had some of those nuts games, but there's also weeks where DK Metcalf didn't do much. Stephon Diggs was consistent and good. I feel like if you want and when you're picking that high for a receiver, you want consistency. So I'll take Diggs.
1: I had, I had digs for one week. I had him for one week, and he got me 7.8 fantasy points. So, obviously, I know what you're saying with DK Metcalf. He can put up some real bad stinkers. It'd be a 1A, 1B situation for me. Like yeah. If I feel like they should be back-to-back in ADP, probably somewhere like 15, 16, 13, 14, somewhere in that range within the 20s. And if I lost out on DK Metcalf and I got Stefan Diggs, I'd still be perfectly happy and vice versa, right? but yeah both those guys definitely should be in that conversation and yeah I think you're right on Eckler Eckler should probably that's probably where he's gonna go that's where he went last year was around 20 he has a a a ton of upside there that's probably a pretty good ranking by Matt but yeah that's that's where I'm at those receivers though are are probably going to be in that range I I, like I said I, I see those guys probably going ahead of Ridley for sure
0: yep I agree with you guys um 21 to 25. I have 21 Miles Sanders, 22 George Kittle,
1: 23 Julio Jones, 24 Kenny Galladay, and 25 AJ Brown. So my question to you is: is why is Kelsey at 11 and Kittle at 21? Like, what's what's going on there? What, what was what was with that ranking? Um,
0: I just think you know, obviously I I love George Kittle, but after this year, just watching Kelsey and what he does. I felt like his. I know Kittle was hurt a lot this year too. I just felt like Kelsey, for fantasy production wise, he's more trustworthy. So that's why I gave him the eleven spot difference.
1: I just don't see Kelsey being taken in the first round on on average. I feel like people are going to do it. I don't see him. I don't see them taking him there on average. Kittle, I feel like you're probably right around where he's going to be ranked is in the is in the low 20s. But if you can get Kittle, get him. He's going to be fantastic. Doesn't matter the quarterback in San Francisco. He gets the ball in his hands. He's an absolute beast. Great head coach there. They're going to scheme him open. Shanahan knows what he is doing.
0: I I agree with you. It's hard. It's hard to take a tight end in the first round because you're like, it's so uncommon. But Kelsey puts up wide receiver fantasy numbers week in and week out. So that's why I feel like he he could be a potential first-rounder but it's also weird to think about which is why it might be harder for you to draft him at I have him at 11, but I think
1: I think he'll be ranked around 11. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, he was really close to leading the league in receiving yards. I just I don't know.
2: I disagree with one of yours as well. I really do disagree with Miles Sanders. Um, I think Miles Sanders, here's your issue with Miles Sanders, his quarterback, you know, they switched midway through the season with Carson Wentz. Now they have Jalen Hurts. Hurts likes running the ball more. That's some touches getting taken away. I'd rather get a guy where you could be, you could solid, he'll get those red zone carries like a job. Like, I know you said Josh Jacobs, or um, I'm looking at my list here. I have a few written down. Um, Not... Like a DeAndre Swift or a, or Antonio Gibson, I put I put them over Miles Sanders just because of the running quarterback.
1: DeAndre Swift is a guy for me that I definitely should feel should be going top twenty five. I don't have you. him on my list for top forty. Wow. Whoa, that's a hot take. That's not a that's a hot take. I don't have I don't have DeAndre Ooh. Swift on here. Dude, what is going on with you, man?
0: Not even in my – he's not even in my honorable mentions. The he's Turner's
1: gone. They're going to run the football with him. If he didn't have that I yeah. i I just don't have I him on top there, there. I, I would not expect Peterson to stay, and I know they have other pieces and whatnot. It's going to be DeAndre Swift. The guy's a beast. He gets the ball in his hands. He did I'm have i – I'm game. not disagreeing with you, but I, I just don't have him in my no top no way he's not being – there's no way that he does not go beyond – I say his ADP would definitely be somewhere around twenty-five. With the rest of the players on my list from twenty-six to forty, I
0: I think all these players, maybe except for one of them, are all all deserve to be in the top forty before he does.
2: I just okay. okay. I'm gonna bring it up every time I see a player I don't like. I bring it up. If we're yeah right <laughs> if we're worried about last year then yeah but you have to think to the
1: future here man you have to I think
0: thinking about the future here and I still I still I still agree with my list and that the workload that he's getting yep I agree with my list
1: you yes, like 25. you can
0: you could you could you can you could judge me when I give you the next five five to f- hey, uh, 15 Calvin Ridley at 13 it was uh it was 13 it was 14 actually Oh, 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 oh. Hey, hey, we didn't we didn't we didn't expect him to be this good this year and look what he did so
1: right, yeah I know I, I was I know thinking, who I know who was hurt. I, but. I, I have nothing against Calvin Ridley. I loved Kelvin Ridley, that was my guy going into the season. I know that. I just feel no one in their right mind should be taking him that high or no. would take him that high.
0: I don't have to be a hundred percent perfect. These are just I know you're you're <laughs> butter You're perfect. Thank you. You're perfect. Yeah.
1: All right,
0: all right, 26 to 30. Uh 26, I have Joe Mixon, 27, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 28, Allen Robinson, 29, Adam Thielen, and 30,
1: Justin Jefferson. Okay, no one, I'm going to let you take Allen Robinson. All oh, yours. Discuss. <laughs> All right.
2: Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson's a mixed bag. I mean, I, I think Allen Robinson could go – he could go very high. He, he could have great value because it just depends where he goes. I mean, if you think about Allen Robinson's career, look who the people have been throwing to him. Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles again. Um, Gardner Mint they're not Gardner Mint, you, Uh, Blake Bortles, all those guys have been throwing to him. Targets, targets have been pretty good. Um, if he goes to a team with a good quarterback, look, I've heard Miami, I've heard Miami. And if Miami makes a move for Watson or Miami drafts another quarterback, or even if Miami keeps Tua, Miami is probably a better option for Deshaun Watson. I think uh, not Deshaun Watson for Allen Robinson, and I think Allen Robinson could go up, but I also think Allen Robinson could go down if he goes to a team like New York or somewhere like that. So you never, you don't know. He's a true wild card.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. Uh, Another name I'd point out there is Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, he had that weird foot toe injury that was supposed to be out for a week. He came Mm -hmm. back in the game. I thought he was fine. And then he just never came back for the entire season. Uh, What, but, I feel like that offense—it's an air raid offense. They're gonna throw the football, but Joe Mixon—he showed in flashes. They showed getting him the football to take the pressure off Joe Burrow. They're gonna run it. That team is gonna be good. They're going to get there. Burrow's gonna take strides forward next year for sure. Mixon is a very strong RB 2 I feel like he's—he could be. I could—you would probably see him ranked a little bit higher. I definitely see him being ranked above Miles Sanders for certain and if he's not then that's something's going on there because Joe mm-hmm. Burrow is a much better quarterback than whoever they bring in in Philadelphia and they're probably going to see, be seeing similar workloads I would not even say that Mixon should probably be seeing a pretty solid workload I don't know Mixon Mixon's probably a, a piece that I would I'd see probably in the mid-late 20s going there mm-hmm. I feel like that's a pretty fair price but I would not be surprised at all if he goes earlier
0: yep I have him at 26 so I think we can agree that's a a decent ranking
2: a decent. Yeah, decent. all
0: right uh 31 to 35 31 Chris Godwin 32 Mike Evans 33 Terry McLaurin 34 Mark Andrews and 35 Antonio Gibson before you guys say anything I the one part I think could change on this list is Mark Andrews I think he could maybe be switched off with Deandre. Deandre Swift is
1: so. you have Antonio Gibson above
0: Deandre Swift. Yes, I have Antonio Gibson above Deandre Swift. And you haven't said Cam Maker's name yet. Nope, I don't have Cam Maker's on it.
1: Whoa. What? What? <laughs> Come on, man! I thought you did your homework. Oh, no. Matts, Matts, Matt. I got five more names. I would take Deandre Swift, and. I would take Cam Akers before I took Godwin or before I took Evans in a heartbeat. You give me that answer, that choice, I wouldn't think twice about it. Running backs, yeah. A, always are more valuable than wide receivers in the draft. B, Godwin and Evans are a... We're good. Who's, getting the, football, say, I'm, who's I'm, getting the I'm, football? I don't know. Brady, Brady could have a mental breakdown the next year and his arm just falls off. The guy's like 45 already. Dude, there's no way... No way that I would ever, 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 ever take Chris Godwin, who I loved as well, or Mike Evans, above either of those two stud running backs. And, yes, I said stud just to tick you off.
0: Yeah, well, it looks like me and you have two different preferences because I would rather take Chris Godwin over mm-hmm. either one of them.
1: All right, Nolan, tiebreaker. Um, obviously, he's going to have a tiebreaker for him. Give, me, give <laughs> me a rundown. I need to think I of this. Don't.
0: Obviously, I was like on your side.
1: Cam Akers, Cam Akers or Cam Akers or I can't think of De- DeAndre Swift, versus Mike Evans or Chris Godwin. I um, you take the running, you, I'm taking
2: running backs. Like that's just I I you load up on running backs, that's what you do. Um yeah, it's
1: running backs. Running I, backs. I, are really I, you know, Matt, out of the, like the 24 top running backs, 90% of them were drafted in the one through like fourth round, right? That's that's pretty much all.
0: Hey, in my next five rankings, I have two more running backs, so hopefully, right. I'll make you happy.
2: Um, I have one more. I have one more thing I gotta say. Um, I think Mark. I I get the Mark Andrews, but I honestly think Darren Waller should be up there too. I think Darren Waller has been. He's proven himself. I think if Derek and Derek Carr is, you know, I always like Derek Carr, and I think I'm a little too high in Derek Carr times, but I think Darren Waller is pretty good tight end. I think he should be up there.
0: You guys have done this three, like four times, where you talk about a player, and he's in my next five. You've right. you like, done right. like like four or five times, and
1: oh yeah, I mean they're they're like when you talk about these guys, we're so far. I mean Matt, it's January, right? Yeah, we're recording yeah January, Friday, right. January 15th Where we won't be drafted for another like six months, dude. Like That's six hard. months. That's you know how much change, dude. We we could be like all dead in six months, like a meteorite could come and wipe us out, like the dinosaurs. Who knows, right? Like anything could happen. Like the I don't know, man. Six months is a long period of time. I agree. So with you. Okay. so yeah, a lot of things can change, and a lot of things will change. Injuries will happen. Stupid things will happen. Tyree Cole will probably get arrested. Nobody knows, right?
2: <laughs> you, there's a call. All
1: right, I'll
0: give you I'll give you my last five, and then my honorable mentions, and then you guys we can. Debate that, and then we can go on our well, way. on
1: one second, Matt. Before you mention your honorable mentions.
0: Yeah, well, I got to get my last five first.
1: Who are uh, – just tell me your honorable mentions first, please. You want to know them before my last five? Yes.
0: Yes,
2: no. I do. Yeah. I, 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 do. I, I, I do.
0: All right. I agree with you. Kenyon Drake, Odell Beckham, Robert Woods, DJ Moore.
1: <laughs> and I'm looking at your face. It's over. You're, like, in disdainment. Seriously? Not even DeAndre Swift on the honorable mention? No, I told you. Bakers? No. Oh, that. <laughs> all right, all
0: right. 36 to 40, 36 Keenan Allen, 37 David Montgomery, 38 James Robinson, 39 Joshua Allen, and
1: 40 Darren Waller. You want to mention another name I take above Chris Godwin and Mike Evans? Keenan mm-hmm. Al- Allen, 100%. Keenan Allen and the Justin Herbert connection looked phenomenal, right? Keenan Allen how many times have I said this on your podcast Matt? Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert had a conversation and Justin Herbert said to Keenan Allen it is my job to get you the football. I will throw you the football just get open right They have a great connection great on the field off the field. they're gonna find each other in multiple ways. I'd feel comfortable taking Keenan Allen above that as well. But 30s I, I, I could honestly I would see him going definitely before Godwin and Evans but somewhere in that range.
0: All right. Well, I, I know I'm not like like this list is definitely nowhere near perfect, but it's it's in it's in the ballpark. Like we think we think Godwin and uh Allen are going to go in the 30s. So i mean, I'm close enough. Yeah. I'll I mean, take it. I'll take it.
1: I, I I would not be surprised if I saw Allen go 20s. I that would be a little bit aggressive for me, but I feel for sure thirty. I think I think
0: the only quarterback you should really take for a second round is Mahomes, and then the next conversation is definitely Allen, Kyler Murray, and maybe
1: Lamar Jackson. Me. See, the <laughs> thing for me is, I, me personally, I am not huge on taking quarterbacks early. We've discussed this before, yeah. Right. No. This year, I have a different mindset, right? I'm not taking any of those guys. I'll never, never, ever. Nolan, I'll put this on like my deathbed. He did not draft a quarterback in the second round, right? I will never draft a quarterback in the second round, third, maybe fourth. All in this year for me on Dak Prescott. I'll draft him in the fifth, sixth, (laughs) wherever I need it. I'm taking Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is my guy I need to get this year. The literal definition of a garbage can. Yeah, oh. but if it's fantasy like paradise. Dog, that might, might be a garbage canteen, and I know you hate them because you're uh, you're a big giant oh, right. guy. Prescott, in general is the definition of a garbage can. Five hundred yards and like four touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. What he is, is a- the literal, literal
0: definition of a garbage can, and you won't change my mind. <laughs> garbage <laughs> can. Mind. Do i don't to go get a garbage can for you to see what he looks like. I will go get it,
1: dude. This Stop. is what Dak Prescott looks like. I'm it's shot. It. A can. All I'm saying is I'm all in on Dak Prescott. They're going to have to throw the football. It's the Cowboys. The defense sucks. It's the Cowboys. They're going to have to throw. Dak Prescott has a ton of upside. That's really the main quarterback I'm focused on. Even, that's not even an honorable mention. I wouldn't be taking until the fifth or maybe sixth round. But I, I'm telling you right now, I will be breaking my streak this year to get Dak Prescott. I'm all in on him.
0: Good luck going last place in your league with taking that first. That's all I got to say. Hey, in, a, in our fantasy journalism league, I took Joe Burrow in the last round as my starting quarterback. You know? So, it just proves that.
1: Taking quarterbacks late really works. I'll say that time and time again. It does. Yeah. It really does. Joe but, Burrow
0: was a solid fantasy quarterback until he got hurt, and I took him in the last round.
1: He was solid, but this year, like, if you looked at it, Dak Prescott was so much more elite than any other player except Patrick Mahomes and Josh. Allen. Like the numbers he was putting up early on in the year were numbers every single game, except like 2 were about 30 points. And he had a couple forties. Like that is game changing, right? I, like, and take it for me who I had a, a I streamed quarterbacks the entire year. Cause I dealt with the Dak Prescott injury. I, I was going from guys like Kirk Cousins, Ben Roethlisberger, They were fine. I'd get like maybe 20 points out of them on a good week. I'd be happy with 20 points. But when I could get that boost out of my quarterback position, that's what I'm willing to pay for it. Dak provides that boost. And he did last year. I don't think it's going to stop. I really don't. People are going to be concerned about the ankle. I'm not too concerned. might burn me. I don't know. That's my one big player to watch out for. A garbage can. (laughs) <laughs>
0: i'm joking with you jacob i like giving you a hard time
1: oh i know that matt me too
2: <laughs> So, All right. basically, we basically abused you this entire podcast matt so
0: i mean hey it was my We're sorry it, apologize. Was my, it was my idea i mean out of rating of out of pen, what would you guys give my list what do you think I don't know, Matt. I'm gonna give it like a six. Like all right. A, Honestly, I'll I'll take a six.
1: A participation trophy is what is what you deserve. I'll right? t- I'll take a
0: six for six months out. What about you, uh,
1: Nilda? Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Six months, man. Long six months.
2: Oh I, I kinda like the six. Um, I'll give the six and a half. I'll give, I'll give the benefit down, especially after six uh six months. And we don't even know. We don't even know the rookies. We don't even know where the rookies are in the line. I feel like we should revisit a list like this, and a few months when we know where rookies are, we know stuff when training camps. Wait, wait, up, and then one once we know that.
1: Oh my look, gosh! Look at it again, Matt. You didn't have Justin Jefferson on your list. Yes, I yeah, did. did. Oh, you
2: did. did. You
1: did. Good. Yes, oh, my bad. You did. Jacob,
0: you're out of I anyone in this world, you're talking to the biggest fan of Justin Jefferson. All oh, How- right, I put him at thirty. Okay. Okay.
1: All right, I'm happy with that. I I missed him. That's on me. But if trust. you didn't Justin Jefferson on my list, no, I'm, no,
0: trust me, trust you're, me,
1: Jake. Justin was Jefferson going from like a six to a
0: two. It was going to a two, Matt. I two. I made sure Jefferson was on my list. I'm the biggest fan of him. I try. You don't know how many times I asked the person that had him this in our league to train me Justin Jefferson. He just he just wouldn't do it, and he was on his bench. He was on his bench, and he wouldn't do it.
1: I was, he's a smart guy. He's a smart guy. <laughs> I,
0: I'm the biggest fan of Justin Jefferson. Don't get me started. All righty. Jacob, Nolan, I know you have other, other things to do today, so uh, I'll let you guys go. Thank you for uh, tuning into today's episode, and we'll see you next week.